When you hear the phrase, soft as steel, what do you think of? While the word steel might conjure up images such as massive high-rise buildings, where does the soft part come in? And what exactly does this mean in our work and in our lives? Welcome to the Soft as Steel podcast with your host, Dennis Duran, featuring engaging conversations with a wide range of industry leaders around soft skills, how we practice love, inclusion, social justice, and compassionate leadership that's everlasting in the workplace. And now, here's Dennis Duran. My guest today is an exceptional, different, funny, and otherwise awesome human. His name is Jason Freeman. Jason is a professional speaker who, ironically, has a speech impediment and perseverance coach providing inspiration and practical guidance on turning obstacles into opportunities. Whenever Jason speaks to an audience, be it an intimate mastermind in North County, San Diego, or an assembly of 1,500 high school students in Austin, Minnesota, he is absolutely 100% committed to bringing his speech impediment with him. Audiences see him up on stage against all odds, living his dream, which helps them see their dreams as closer and more attainable. Jason has a unique walk, a love for country music, a sweet tooth, a mastery of fine arts and poetry, a TEDx talk, and a book he authored called Awkwardly Awesome, Embracing My Imperfect Best. His goal is to speak to millions of people in his lifetime. He hopes to inspire them to see the best in themselves, take their next step forward, and persevere towards their dreams, not only for themselves, but for the health and happiness of generations to come. He knows a lot about love, inclusion social justice, and leadership. And that's why I asked him to join me today. Jason, welcome to the Soft to Steel podcast. Hey, thank you, Dennis. I'm honored to be here. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, (laughs) So I I added the last thought, which is where I want to start. As you know, the front rows of my typical audience are people in the construction industry. And as you'll remember, you were one of the fabulous ingredients in the Soft to Steel Summit back in February where we talked about in smaller groups, we talked about these four topics, four ideas, four important concepts, four important sets of words. And your thoughts and ideas in that conversation were extremely valuable. And obviously, we're speaking to a larger audience, just the construction industry. So I want to start with kind of a complex question. And I hope that you're prepared to wander a bit and just give me your thoughts on the question. The question is this, beginning with love, what does looking at love inclusion, social justice as a group of ideas. What does that mean to you? Why is it important? How do you see it in your life and in the lives of the people that you touch? I I am so glad you are championing these ideas, Dennis, because they're, they're fundamental to what we all want in life. We all want to be loved. We all want to be included. We all want to be treated justly and in the the easiest way to bring that reality about for ourselves is is to 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 um, extend that towards other people i mean along with with it being the right thing to do which is focused on so much but 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 what I want to focus on right now is it it really serves our own best interest to 
to be loving, to be inclusive, to be just, because that's what we all want in mm -hmm. our lives. Mm -hmm. In your life, how are we doing with those three ideas as a community, as humans? How are we doing? Well, as a community, as humans in my life, well, I'm doing exceedingly well. Um, first of all, I was blessed with two two amazing, amazing parents who who just lo love me with everything they have, and and then from that I've been able to reach out to all kinds of uh, people, le leaders, kind people, and including you who who who've helped me along my my journey, which is is just so nice. So you paint a you paint a rosy picture starting with from your childhood into your adult life of uh of these things being uh being good good for you. Uh, but I have but I still have to, I have to ask, um when you were younger, uh, you know, again, uh inclusion is, is about everybody's in the game uh, is about, you know, there were, there, there are many, many differences in people. Um, your difference, which you talk about as part of, to use the marketing, it's part of your brand as you, as you carry your message uh, is your speech impediment. So include being included um, probably was not always the case for you. Um, and feeling the feeling like people were being fair to you was probably not already the case to you. Uh, uh, so how did you, if that's true, and, let, and I may be wrong about that. Again, this is not a scripted conversation. This is you and I having a conversation. Um, if, if I'm wrong about that, tell, say that, but, uh, if not, then, uh, share with us a little bit more about, you know, you know, what it was like. I mean, you, you've talked about your parents. So it's very clear that they were positive, supportive, loving, uh, and just, you know, absolutely fabulous people for you in your life as you formed over the early years of your life. But as you got into teenage years and, and out into, into so adult life, independent. What what are some of the situations that you faced that others that didn't have a speech impediment would not be facing? Others that were not, uh, you know, of color in, an, in a neighborhood that was all white would have to face. What you know? What were some of those uh, those situations and those challenges you faced? So, so what what immediately comes to mind as you say that is is I would have loved. To to play to play basketball. My my father was a great great high school basketball player, and and then Willie formed a lot of a lot of his his self confidence, I think. And I I would have loved to fall in those footsteps, but um, but Dennis, I tended to catch basketballs with my glasses and with my my stomach and with my knees which <laughs> which doesn't create the groundwork for being a, a great basketball player yeah yeah is that it that's the only thing you didn't play basketball is that it? And no, nothing else nothing else stands out to you as you think back over your journey I I guess I have to tell the story. I don't know if you, if you've ever ever heard it. Um, in seventh grade, there was an awful. I had an awful bully who, who was, was at me day in and day out. Definitely not inclusive. 
definitely not liking my voice or my coordination. Um, definitely not not just to me and Molly's. Do you have any idea who that bully was? No. Dennis, you're looking at him. You bullied yourself. Yeah, I, I really, I really did, and and I, I'm not, understand. I'm not trying to trivialize people being being bullied or being excluded or, or anything like that. We, we as a nation and as a world, we have have some truly awful problems with that. Mm-hmm. But in my own life. In my own journey, journey forward, I I I I routinely been my biggest obstacle, and luckily there's been people around me to, to help me appreciate a more empowering side of me. For example, so I have moved from the Midwest to San Diego with the intention of being a speaker. Mm-hmm about 10 years ago, but I was still down on my voice and coordination and thought life would be so much better if I was just normal. Mm-hmm. And and I was talking to my friend Ina Lucas one night and she's like, Jason, your voice is a gift. Hmm. And at first I'm like, what? Hmm. The thing I paid is a gift? But the more I've lived into it and the more I've taken action, becoming a speaker, giving a TEDx talk, writing a book, all, all that, the more, I, the more I see that she was right. I can choose to live with my voice and coordination being a gift. And if I choose to live that way, my voice and coordination isn't only a gift for me. It becomes a gift for other people, too. Yeah, I agree. And I think you're, you're a gift. You've been a gift in, in my life since you first came into it just a few years ago. Uh, and uh, if it wasn't for a mutual friend of ours, we, we would never, I would not never have met. Um, and probably more importantly, we never had an opportunity to uh, to learn and appreciate each other uh, for for who we are, which is uh, which is my message about soft skills. Who who, the, who who are you? You know what what are your qualities? What uh, you know what makes you a person that people want to have a relationship with? Uh, and I and I I would say I, I I like the way that that's that's expressed about you. Uh, and I think one of the most uh, one of the first things that 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 I noticed about you was um, was the fact that you had a speech impediment. And that you were, you were still, nonetheless, you spoke from your heart. You formed words. You expressed ideas. You talked about yourself uh, in a way that uh, it was simply wasn't possible not to, not to pay the, the highest amount of attention. Uh, so uh, so in, 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 in my view, that, that is a gift uh, to be able to, to hold the attention of uh, of an individual or individuals or an audience of fifteen hundred high school students, and use the tools that you have available to you to communicate. Uh, the principal tool is your voice with its speech impediment, uh, which makes you different. 
Uh, and, uh, and I like to say, as you know, that, that differences should not be a bad thing. Uh, they should be a good thing. They can enrich people's lives, not make it more complicated. But then I have to add the tagline that I'm an old white guy. You know, if you don't look like me, if you don't sound like me, if you don't do all the things that I do, then uh, we, we may have problems, pal. Um, and, uh, and, and unfortunately, that's, uh, uh, unfortunately, that's still prevalent in a, in a lot of places in, in society. And the industry that I've served for over 40 years, absolutely still present. And, and so I'm thankful that they're retiring in droves. Um, you know, those individuals who would look at you and, or hear you uh, and say, hmm, that, that, that's, that guy's different, uh, and, and, and then shy, shy away. Uh, like something, something, uh, something bad was going to happen to them if they talked to a person that had a speech impediment. Or in my case, when I was in, in, in grammar school, uh, you, know, my, you know, my difference then was that I was a, a really chubby kid that wore thick glasses that, that, for different reasons, would very likely catch a basketball with my face. I wasn't as specific. I couldn't get. It. I couldn't catch it with my glasses like you were able to do. So I just. I would just get it straight in the face, and that. That's. Oh, wow. that, yeah, that was my identity. You know, yeah. right up to the to, to the time that a that a bully, not myself, and I think that your concept of of uh, self bullyism, you've you've brought. This is a whole new body of knowledge and self self bullyism. There's self awareness. There's self understanding, and now we have self bullyism. And you can't even say. I can't even say it. So bullyism. I, see, you can I, say I, I, I like it. I like it. I've never thought of that term. It's awesome. Well, yeah, write it down. You can use it, and you don't have to attribute it to me. Just go ahead and use it. But you know, again, the whole you know here's the here's the idea, um, and I, I can't think of a person I know that's uh, that's better to to talk about about this whole notion of uh, of the fact that. Uh, Treating people, you know, again, the, the golden rule gives us a set of words, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, again, that's that I think that sounds lovely. Uh, and maybe it maybe it maybe it is operational, uh, but it also sounds in some cases whimsical. Um, hmm. uh, but um, but I think I think the, the notion that uh, that every human being is different from every other human being in a variety of ways. Uh, you know, some people say, well, you know, how about, how about identical twins? I said, well, no, no, they're not, they're, they may be identical twins, but they're different from each other. Uh, and, and then you start to, you start to open the, the book that tells the story of the person. Uh, and, and hopefully it's an audio book, meaning that the person in their actions, in their words, tell their story. Those people become leaders. Uh, if they're audio books, uh, you can see, who they are and how they are with people in their lives based on their words and their actions. You are an audiobook, um, And so people listen to you. Uh, you've been doing what you do for a long period of time. Now you have, uh, you have cred uh, to audiences. And the one word that I, I don't think I've ever heard you use it to describe yourself. Uh, but the one thing which I think is subsumed in, in, uh, in how you convey who you are to people that you meet uh, is uh, humility. Mm. I, I consider you a person that understands implicitly the importance of, of humility, of being humble, not, not being, you know, I, I introduce you by saying, I, let me go back and look at my little screen, exceptional, different, funny, and otherwise awesome. Uh, and I think those are all appropriate words to describe you. Um, I should probably also add to that 
humble. And that really captures, you know, your, at least a few in my view, your soft skills. You know, describe someone as being awesome. Describe someone as being funny or having a sense of humor. Describe someone as being exceptional. Those are all about the soft skills, which you know that I love talking about. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, th- thank you. It's it's always wonderful to hear nice things about oneself. And and um and another thought with all of this is is like, like you you keep saying um soft skills c- can be learned. Like you you commented on me being humble. I I I've learned humility as I've pursued a, a very tough career. Be, being a speaker with a speech impediment, come on, that's really challenging. But yeah. but at first I'm like, oh, I'm Jason Freeman. I'm going to speak and people are going to pay me tens of thousands of dollars every presentation and I'll have a waiting list and I'll make millions of dollars. But then through, through the, the, the process, being in this career for almost 15 years now, um, I've learned that that it's immensely challenging, and I've learned to to be more appreciative of of every gift I get, every opportunity. Like right now, you've given me an opportunity to be on your soft as steel podcast podcast, and 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 that, and that that's so so amazing to 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 spend a half hour with me me um ta- talking to your audience about what we both believe in what what a what a gift so anyway my point about that is that what you keep saying that the Soft skills can be learned. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more thing. Is that okay? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got time. Yeah. You, you um keep mentioning that that di- difference is, is is good, but people are often uncomfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I I keep thinking of a of a house. Think of each piece of wood. It each piece of wood is different from every other piece of wood. Mm-hmm. But we don't not build the house because we want only the perfect piece of wood. We we get stacks and we 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 nail them up. And by we I mean the construction industry by we I don't mean me I'm I'm not part of this metaphor <laughs> no, yeah I mean you wouldn't be wielding a hammer on, on a regular basis <laughs> oh I, I will I would love to but I would love to um build things but I also value having thumbs <laughs> and them not being broken <laughs> by hitting. By hitting them with a hammer. 
excuse me, I was about to cough and I was looking for the mute thing so you could keep talking while I was coughing. And now I'm over the cough. So it's all good. We're back. So, okay, cool. uh, you know, I love. If you, know, you the, just that, tuned in, Dennis uh, just coughed. Yeah, it's right. It was yeah. exciting. It was, it was, it was, it was not a bad cough. It wasn't, uh, any, anyway, but I, you know, I love, I mean, that's, I hadn't thought about, you know, being soft as steel. The idea was the, was the metaphor, uh, you know, steel, uh, you know, long lasting critical to, you know, making things last for a long time, like a building soft skills, people, the whole bit. And, but I, you, you may, you, you provided us a great construction industry, uh, 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 what we call, is it an analogy? Is it an analogy? What is it? An analogy? A metaphor? Maybe, mis- maybe a metaphor. Maybe a no, no. It's one of those things. Maybe a misdemeanor. I, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just whatever. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. But uh, but it's not a felony. It's definitely not a felony. You know. Uh, <laughs> so um, no, but that's that's a that's a terrific. I mean, again, every every piece of lumber that's used in building and doing and stick building a structure. Uh, is different. Mm. You're absolutely right. Um, and different, actually, it, it, that, it, it focuses on that part of, uh, to me, the essential uh, nature of, of recognizing differences and how important it is to, to uh, be willing to uh, understand them, uh, appreciate them, uh, and use them as a basis for building relationships uh, rather than not building relationships. So I, I, I think it's, I think it's a, a brilliant, you get, I, I think you, I think you're up one now on brilliant comments in this, in this interview. Um, so I've got my work cut out for me and we only have another eight to 10 minutes to, for me to say something brilliant, uh, which is probably not going to happen. Um, anyway, so let's talk about, let's talk about leadership. Um, in your words, Tell me everything that you want to tell our audience about what makes a, a person a great leader. Well, I have to talk awfully fast, and no, <laughs> um, so so what what makes a person a great leader? So many qualities, but I I think part of it is is being being able to. Accept and not only accept but celebrate differences in other other people. So you you are able to draw a team around you who has diverse talents that can complement each other and fill in the gaps. And, and the thing about accepting dif- differences. Again, we always talk about it being the right thing to do, which it is, but 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 a huge bonus for us as individuals who live unique lives that are different from every other person on earth is when we can accept differences in other people and as a, a leader draw them together towards a common goal to create a common project, we then stand half a chance of accepting the differences in in ourselves and loving the differences in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, what's more um what's more attractive than 
than someone who genuinely, who genuinely, honestly loves themselves, not in a boastful way, but loves the, themselves in a hum, humble, confident way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a very partial answer to your very deep question. Well, it's it's a and it's a good answer. Um, if you were to uh, if you were to try to to focus in on uh, three words that uh, there are words that are essential to a, a person achieving the recognition as being a great leader. What would those three words be? Can can I do two words? Uh, no, uh, you have to do three. Okay. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Anybody that's listening to this is thinking, boy, these, uh, you know, I wish I could see their looks on their faces while they're talking to each other this way. I wonder what's going on in that interview right now. Uh, what's going on in this interview audience is I'm talking to a, to a dear friend, and this is the way we talk to each other, like a couple of knuckleheads. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, there, but there's more to it than that. Um, all right, what are your two oh, words? Oh, I guess it's... Oh, shoot. Now it's four words. You talk too long. So anyway, the four... Right. Four's good. The four words are do your imperfect best. And what I mean by that is as a leader, dream big. Envision the goal you want to, envision what you want to create, not only in this life, but in future generations. Envision the best. And then as you and your team go for it and mistakes happen and challenges happen, instead of throwing up your hands and going, oh, my gosh, it will not not work and and doing something that's easier, hey, learn from the mistakes, the challenges, the the problems. They happen to everyone. Learn from it all and, and just keep moving forward. And encourage your team to do the same. In your organization, someone shouldn't feel like, like, like they've done something horrible when they made a ma- mistake. And But they should feel that, hey, I made a mistake. I need to be responsible for it. And and this is a learning opportunity for me and the organization. So let's acknowledge the mistake, learn from it, and move forward. Move forward. Move forward. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I accept your four words. I agree with them. And coincidentally, I attribute this to being part of the brand of your message, because you talk about being your imperfect best when you refer to yourself. And again, I hadn't thought of it until you just uttered those words, but that's the proof that you're a person who can also fairly, reasonably, and with good reason be described as being humble. Because to talk about yourself as being your imperfect best is humble in itself. I guess what I want to distill from that is a great leader in your experience as a leader, uh, as a thought leader, for sure, is that humility serves you well. It provides you the ability, because again, our our good friend, I I was on a a mastermind group call last evening, and two of the five individuals on the call had in their background of their frame of their picture, a poster that read, do what you love, 
in the service of people who love what you do. I know you haven't heard that phrase before, um, but if you have, uh, you know where it comes from. And I know that as far as what it means to me, it's essential. It's my mantra to use it. And I think you probably align with the vision that that expresses without much effort. Yeah. Uh, because I, if I were to describe, you know, why you are succeeding in carrying your message to help people just by being who you are in every regard, that you are doing what you love, you are serving people, and they love what you do. And I do as well. I love what you do. And that's why I wanted you to be part of this conversation today. Any last thoughts, my friend? Just to everyone listening, it always sounds easier when 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 two people are talking about it. But in the practice of actually moving forward and incorporating these ideas into your life, it can be much more challenging. But that's okay. It, it, it's normal to encounter challenges as you expand and grow as a leader. And and I just want to say thanks for for being on on this challenging journey. And thank you so much for having me, Dennis. I um I deeply love what what you you do and in the messages you are encouraging people to embrace and the things you are encouraging them to learn and practice. Thank you for being you. Thanks, Jason. Thanks for being my friend. Thanks for being here with me today. Take care. Take care. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of the Softest Steel podcast with your host, Dennis Duran. Dennis is the author of Softest Steel and a leading speaker and trainer for organizations across many industries and verticals. To learn more about the work Dennis is doing to activate soft skills in the workplace, contact him at DennisDuranSpeaking.com. Be sure to check out his book, Softest Steel, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts. And please remember to share this episode with your friends, colleagues, and anyone you feel would benefit from the conversation. We'll see you next time on the Softest Steel Podcast with Dennis Duran. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.